Welcome to the Polk County Public Schools Podcast, where we talk with our experts on our district staff about all the ways that we're putting students first. Welcome to the Polk County Public Schools Podcast. I'm your host for the day, Rachel Pleasant, Senior Director of Communications. Today we're going to be talking about our teen parent program. At Polk County Public Schools, we often say that we put students first, and there's many initiatives we could point to as examples of that commitment, but one of the best has to be the teen parent program. The teen parent program not only benefits our current students by helping them learn to juggle the demands of parenthood while also staying on course academically, it also supports our future students, the children of those teen parents, by providing them with a strong educational foundation at child care centers located on our high school campuses. To learn more about this program and the difference it's making for generations of PCPS students, we recently sat down with several representatives from the teen parent program. I'll let them introduce themselves now. Good morning, my name is Latonja Key. I'm the Senior Coordinator of Teen Parent Programs and Child Care Services for Polk County Schools. Hi, I'm Celia Miles. I am a school social work intern at the Travis Teen Parent Program. I'm Bonnie Gainier, school social worker and parenting teacher at Travis. Hi, my name is Antonia Carter. I attend Travis Technical. I have a 15-month-old daughter and I'm in 12th grade. My name is Caitlin McCormick, and I attend Travis. Uh, I have an eight-month-old son, and I'm in 11th grade. Give us an overview. For those who don't know anything about the teen parent programs, what do they entail? How many are they? How are there? How do they work? We have four teen parent programs in our county. Currently, we have two on two technical colleges campuses. On those campuses, the young lady come to school with their buses, I mean, on their buses, and drop their children off into the child care and then go to their regular high school classes. Then we have two located on two of our, uh, on each side of our district at two zoned high schools. One at Kathleen High School and one is located on the campus of Haines City High School. And they also come to school on the bus with their babies and drop them off. However, the difference is um, one girl is located at um, our technical college and one is um, decided to stay at her zoned high school. We also have a program that is where the young ladies have the other option to actually stay at their zoned high school and child care is provided throughout the community. So that's another piece of the program that a lot of um, other districts does not provide for teen parents. Is that child care available on site at the school or where is it provided? Actually, the way that program works is that um, there are community child care facilities in the community. The young lady has the opportunity to stay at her zoned high school if she chooses to. And the school district pays for her baby to go to child care at um, a child care in the um, community. That young lady um, actually drives her um, child to the child care every day and then go to school. And then after school, she picks them up and go home. And that's available at any high school in the district? That's available at any high school or any young lady who decides, or should I say, who chooses to stay at her zone high school. So you have that option, and then you have the two on-site programs at Ridge and Travis and Haines City. And what was the other? Kathleen. Kathleen High School. Okay. Correct. So you would be a student in attendance at Kathleen or Haines City High School, and you would have an on-site child care uh, facility as Correct. well. Correct. Okay. Okay. How long has Teen Parent existed in the district? 30-plus years, for sure. Now, the difference is it is not the same as it was 30 years ago. How so? Um, for many, many years, the program was just for at one location, 
and it was at John Cox, um, an old school here in Lakeland, and all the girls were bussed in throughout the whole district to that one school. However, it changed over the years, and they had one in Lakeland and one in Lake Wells, and that changed again. They went from Lake Wells to Ridge, and then Lakeland changed from an on-site to then we moved them over to Travis. That's when I took over the program 12 years ago, and then we decided to expand more when I took over the program. That's something um, you see sometimes in movies. There was a time when teen parents, they would go to a different school. There was a totally separate place for them to go. That's sort of something, a relic from the past, I think, that you see sometimes. What is the benefit of having the parents be able to stay at their zone school? Well, a lot of the young ladies that choose to stay at their zone high schools, um, they actually have like AP classes or they may have honors classes and they don't want to leave those classes because if they left their zone school and went over to our teen parent program, they would have to take those classes online. However, the girls prefer to stay at their zone school and actually be able to still be with their peers that they want to be with. But there are a lot of young ladies who choose to go over into the teen parent program because it is beneficial. Because we have a um, nurse on duty there, we have a social worker on duty there. Um, usually at our teen parent programs, um, the teachers are a little bit different. And what I mean by that is they are much caring, they're more understanding, um, they understand the importance of um, the young ladies coming to school and actually graduating. And that's our main focus. Bonnie, you're a teacher in the program. Teach parenting. You teach and them? I'm a social worker there also. What does that mean, you teach parenting? Um, I have about 25 students right now who come into class in the morning, and I teach them different things about parenting skills, and certain days they bring their children with them, and we'll do activities with the children. It's just a whole variety and just trying to meet their needs and it's also an opportunity for the students to talk to one another and to be a support to one another and understand that other people can relate whether it be in the medical field with their um, um, relatives or boyfriends babies fathers things like that um, I feel like it gives them a good support with each other and guidance so give me for those of us who aren't familiar with what it means to teach parenting what are some of the topics that you cover during um, the course of the school today year. Today and yesterday, we did um, different medical things. We'll do emotions for our children, we, what to expect at what different stages and ages of the children, um, how to, to respond to children if they um, misbehave, certain kinds of discipline, which is really to teach children, and um, just a whole variety, and whatever the students even feel like maybe that they need at the time. What ages does the... Uh, program serve? Is there a minimum? Because the state says that um, although a teen parent, we would want them to have six weeks out of school, the state only allows two weeks out of school. So they have to return within two weeks, not unless um, the doctor writes an excuse for six weeks and then we have to provide them with homework. I know. That's within two weeks of giving birth? Yes, Is that what you mean? Yes, really? You have to be back in school? Yes, ma'am. If, if it's a um, regular birth, they have two weeks. If it's a C-section, they have four weeks. Most general OBGYNs allow you the a lot of time. Yeah, they recommend six yeah. weeks. Okay. So. And that's something I'm going to fight for at the state level, hopefully next year. It needs to be changed. But age of student, if you become a, t a teen parent... Does it matter how old you are? Do you is there a, a certain age you have to be to be served by? Oh, it, when you what do you mean? Like if well, I've had elementary, I have had elementary, but by grade, not by age. If that makes sense, she could be a twelve year old in the fifth grade, and that has happened here in Polk County. Okay, so 
there's not a certain age range that you're no. serving. How if many? They, um, if they're in the fifth grade, we have to administratively place them because it's sixth through twelfth grade. The okay. program is designed. The program is designed for grades mm -hmm. six through twelve. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, how many students is it serving right now? Right now, I think it's about seventy-two. Okay. All throughout the county. Throughout 72 the county. students and then in about 72 little ones as well? It's about the same. Okay, I would think so. Yeah, okay. It's about the same. All right, just making sure we're good. So, but it's not mandatory. I mean, you don't have to. They have an option to decline our services. And mm -hmm. once they do that, um, we have to just have no, notation that the young lady has decided not to actually um, receive any services from us. But the state requires that we offer it to every young lady. Okay. But she has the right to say she don't want any services at this time. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Polk County Public Schools podcast. We'll continue our conversation about the Teen Parent Program in future episodes. To learn more about the Teen Parent Program, go to our website, polkschoolsfl.com forward slash teen parent. The Polk County Public Schools podcast is available on iTunes and Google Play. For more stories about how we're putting students first, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Polk County Public Schools.